Hello, how are you, my friend? I'm so thankful that you're here for the two new podcast. This is LJ or Laura Jane. Today, I want to talk about how I've been tripping and really feeling like I'm having such a change in my orientation and understanding of life and what my role is within it and especially looking at how much the mind and our neuroses can really be ruining our lives and I'm speaking from personal experience witnessing this within myself as part of my mindfulness and meditation and awareness building and a lot of learning with various teachers including Michael Singer still as a big influence but Today I want to focus on, and this will give me a chance to talk about some of this, and how it relates to how our practices can help us with taking care of ourselves and, yes, tuning ourselves. And we already think about this physically, how this works, and it makes sense to us, and we're understanding that more, but also mentally, how these practices are really built to help us with our mind and our mental health. And even managing our mood, which is so related to that, right? And our emotions and taking care of our emotions and understanding more about all of that from a more holistic and even yogic perspective. So I love understanding that this is all a lot of what yoga was built to help us with. And that's why I want to, I'm going to keep coming back to that word yoga because I still feel like there's such a misunderstanding about it as just a system of exercises, even amongst yoga teachers. <laughs> But when you look deeper at the roots of yoga and things like the Yoga Sutras, you see that really yoga is a system of psychology more than anything. And it's a lot about the mind and helping us learn to master the mind more, really, and understand the role it plays. And as we start to come to life from a more spiritual perspective and understanding and as we start to embrace this idea that we are part of that we're an expression of that energy god spirit infinite intelligence the universe we start to look at how we're using the mind differently and maybe more practically so this idea because i've been talking about in some of the previous podcasts in my learning and really yoga is always talking about and in a holistic approach that relaxing is a good idea. And even as I got from Michael Singer, that relaxation is the primary technique that we're learning and using and applying and that helps us with a lot of the things we do in the name of self-care, right? And taking care of our health. And then interesting how that plays into as we're building our sense of spirituality. But today I want to talk about just with the mind, how I'm seeing also this means, and yoga has always been saying this, that relaxing the mind, being able to relax the mind, is actually a power move and power skill that if we can learn to develop, can help us a lot. So I'm so excited about realizing this and applying this but yet I can see how it seems almost too simple and almost like you could see it as a spiritual bypassing kind of thing to do 
But, and we can also look at how much what we're doing in that mind often, and this is what we see with our practices of mindfulness and meditation more, right, is starting to just look at what's happening in that mind and how it's related to how we're feeling and how our emotions and feelings and even past emotions and feelings and trauma and such affect how we're thinking. So as we start to watch that more, right, we start to build an awareness that there may not be the most functional patterns happening in there. And that is related to why a lot of us, as Michael Singer would say, aren't feeling okay inside, right? And we're operating from this place of just not feeling okay inside most of the time. A lot of the because of the, what our mind is doing and how our heart is feeling and how that's tied in and how we're operating from old beliefs and old patterns and our past traumas and such. So as we start to witness this more, we can start to look at like, wow, what role do I have in changing this? If I start to realize that my mind is really making me miserable, I'm not feeling okay inside, I'm trying to change my life and other people, to make me feel okay inside and at some point in life we start to realize that doesn't work hopefully and yeah I love that people like Michael Singer talks about being spiritual is about like seeing this realizing that we're like ruining our own lives not enjoying it and being like wow I want to enjoy it <laughs> what do I and like looking at wow I'm really am I have I'm kind of a mess inside and it's ruining my life and I can't keep trying to change my life and other people to make me feel better inside, I need to deal with the mess inside of me, right? And how much does that relate to what we're doing in our mind? And often that that mind is up to no good and thinking about the past with regret and shame or anger or despair or grief, right? Thinking about the future with worry, anxiety, angst, or in the present doing that about what's happening right now, right? So basically that mind a big part of the mischief that's making us so miserable. So it's fascinating to consider, and as teachers like Michael Singer really help us see that that's where relaxation is the primary technique as well, that when we can start to become more aware of what we're doing in the mind and that really that a lot of it is this like neurosis that we're creating for ourselves that's making us miserable, right? And not even able to be in the moment much less in a joyful way. So he really teaches, and I'm seeing that this is why yoga's been all about this, as a system of psychology, is it's about learning to relax the mind. And when we notice now, we're starting to get into our neuroses and having those thoughts and the focuses and generally go with not feeling good, right? How it's making us feel that now we can decide instead to relax the mind and the body because it is so related and doing whatever we need to do to help relax. And yes, that does mean quiet the mind, right? And so it's almost like, wow, could it be that simple that that's what we need to do to really change our mental health and our mental patterns and how we're feeling and about ourselves and our lives, right? And how we're being with other people. Because <sighs> how often is what that mind is doing <laughs> and operating from those feelings about the past or the future or, which really affects how we're being in relationships, right? <laughs> so 
I'm just, yeah, like I said, I'm tripping on, oh, this is why a big part of yoga has been about learning to quiet that mind, relax the mind instead of how we might do the opposite, which a lot of us are just in all the time, right? Where that mind's just so busy and the opposite of relaxed. And then it goes with the body that's not relaxed. So interestingly, right? And that's where it's helpful to be holistic about this, that we are mind, body, heart, and soul. And that I love beautifully that these teachings are a lot about also if we're interested in connecting with our soul more, our spirit more, right? And even be able to listen to our heart more, it's helpful to quiet that mind and relax that mind because that's often what's in between us and that feeling of connection with our heart and our soul, right? And yeah, it helps us to just start to see that the mind, as some teachers would say, the physical mind versus maybe our higher mind, our physical mind can only operate kind of like a computer from what it's known and seen and currently knows. It really can't imagine what's possible it is very limited and it is operating from the past and the patterns and even the past trauma, right? And how that relates to how we're responding to our heart and kind of letting life close us down often, right? Because it's so much for us to take. So just want to share this awareness like, wow, relaxing the mind And I love when that can feel overwhelming, like, gosh, can I do that at all? Much less for a long time. I love that teachers like Bentino Massaro talk about the power of just like two to five seconds of being able to quiet the mind or relax the mind can be so curative and be kind of like a windshield wipe clearing of the mind. And we now know that that does do things like boost creativity and give us a chance to interrupt those thought patterns and get in a different momentum. And then interesting how helping relax the body helps relax the mind. So that's why doing things to tune ourselves, and this is where I get into how exciting it is if we can stay on top of this, the momentum of it all, and tuning ourselves to just be more relaxed, but also just to realize that also means learning to relax the mind and starting to use that as a practice to help our mental health and our mood and to really realize we can have some mastery over the mind and even start to choose more what we're thinking and choose more constructive thoughts versus destructive thoughts. But also just knowing that relaxing the mind and more moments of no thought is a good idea and helps us to be more functional. It turns out because for a lot of us, that mind is not so healthy, right? And that's where we can talk about it as mental health. We all have mental health. It's our job to take care of it. It can vary. It can kind of go up and down, right? So whatever approaches you want to use to take care of your mental health, I just want to put in a vote for also being willing to like what Michael Singer says, we need to be willing to work with ourselves, right? And kind of just start to realize, yeah, a lot of us were a mess inside, How do we start to clean that up? And this is some of it. By learning to just relax the mind instead of creating more neuroses and learning to have this different relationship with the psyche and our patterns and past stuff 
and being able to relax instead as the primary technique. Isn't that so cool that it could be that simple? But it does involve our being mindful and in the moment. And that's why all these teachings talk about here now. Here now is the teaching of yoga. And then learning to be able to control the fluctuations of the mind is how yoga would say it. Chitti vritti naroda. Yoga is chitti vritti naroda, I think it is. Which means yoga is learning to like slow the fluctuations of the mind. So that's where it's like, wait, they didn't say anything about exercises, right? (laughs) But so cool how the exercises are part of it because we are a psychosomatic complex. We are physical too. It's all energy. So tuning ourselves physically is part of helping the body relax more and the mind relax more. So it's not just about relaxing the mind. Relaxing the body is important too and doing things that help relax the mind and the body. And then just being able to learn to do that and just practice that and realize that that's what we can be practicing moment to moment throughout the day as we're more present with ourselves in our moments in our lives to just make it more about relaxing. I mean, it's really good news, right? (laughs) Even as it may seem like crazy, too simple. But I'm seeing it and it's really helping me And then to see that, yeah, as I keep cleaning up my inner environment and getting out of those old patterns and operating from a place of not feeling okay inside and instead finding a way to feel okay inside, which includes doing things like mastering my mind more, right? And calming myself and my body and also being able to work with my feelings more as energy and from a more relaxed place, right? So... Yeah, as I learn to be okay inside more and more feeling love and peace and even God within, that I love seeing how that's going to really keep improving how I am in all my relationships and in my life in general. So I hope this is helpful to you today along your journey, understanding how relaxing the mind is a power move, that it's really progressive for us to learn and a big tool in our mental health so thanks for listening have a great day out there talk to you soon sending you so much love namaste